If you had to choose between Cotton Eye Joe and the Hamster Dance as a wedding song <gasps> for your first dance, which would it be and why would it be Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain? <laughs> oh my fucking God. There is a video somewhere of me dancing um, mm-hmm. aggressively and Turks and Caicos to the Hamster Dance. Me and Kara... Our, my friend from like yeah. since I've been like three years old mm-hmm. made up a choreographed dance to the hamster dance and I still remember it. So okay, well maybe that'll be some additional doing. content for you guys on our Patreon. <laughs> Yo, Patreon. I will do it. I will teach you the I hamster have the dance. Video, I can just and I <laughs> upload it. No, I meant like we will do the choreographed dance and we will record it and post it. I you mean, have to be at the top tier though. You can't get that yeah, for free. You got to be high tier, <laughs> the highest tier. For that one, oh, for sure. Welcome okay. back to Paranormal. Hi, guys. Welcome back. It is your regular programming yeah. um, session. I'm Marie. And I'm Nicolina. And we're here to give you all of the spooky stories tonight. Oh, yeah. Um, before we start the episode, we want to give a quick shout out to our new patri- patrons on Patreon. Big shout out to Joelle and Marissa for becoming Patreon patrons. On our I know, Patreon. I keep getting that. I know. <laughs> Patrons, Patreons. Patrons, Patreons. Anyway, big thank you to you too. You guys are amazing. We love you. Boom. Cool. Um, this what is up? our first episode on the same mics, by the way. Oh yeah, I got a new microphone and it's the same, exact same microphone as Nicolina's. So we're hoping that our audio is like perfect, perfect now. So yeah, first episode of the new mics. Um mm-hmm. Hopefully you guys can tell the difference because I was listening to some old ass episodes and oh my God. Uh, holy shit, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. We love you for sticking through that. Yeah. And like for leaving <laughs> us like five star reviews during Even- those times, like, <laughs> I-, I mean, thank you. I thank think you, you were lying, but yeah. also I don't care because I love you guys. Yeah. Um, how was your week? What have you been up to? It's Monday. But oh my yeah. god! Yeah, I've lost it feels all sense like of time. A, it feels like it's been a week. Like it, this yeah. has been a long ass Monday. Yeah, uh, it's it was okay. Work is actually insane this week, so yeah. I'm not loving it. But it is what it is, and yeah. uh, we'll get through it, people. Yeah, I watched um, a horror movie, like a new one called the Netflix one. Which one are you thinking the of? Devil all the time. No, I haven't watched that yet. I watched one called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Oh, is that a horror movie? Okay, so it was marketed as a horror movie or like a thriller of some kind. Oh, like I thought I it was like a drama. Like, oh. The vibe I got from it was that it was going to be scary. I'm pretty sure I read a BuzzFeed article saying it was a scary movie. Okay. I watched it. I don't recommend. Yeah, I heard bad things about it. It was really not good. I heard um, bad things. I'm all for like symbolism and stuff, but. When it's too when the over-symbolized. Movie, right. Yeah. Or like when the entire movie, all I can think is, am I too dumb to understand this? Yeah. Am I not artsy enough to get what's right. happening here? Right. I just don't like that. When yeah. I, I'm not into it. Um. And a lot of other people said the same thing, so I'm I'm in good company at least. Yeah, so. no, I heard some some of the same reviews on mm-hmm. that as well, so I just didn't give it a chance at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do want to see the the devil all the time that's on Netflix. What's that, that about? It's I don't even I don't really know. Oh, okay. all I know it says murder and oh, I'll watch it. hauntings and stuff. So I'm all about it. <laughs> I started watching Ratchet. 
two? I did two. Yeah. How do you feel about it? I like it. Okay. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I've only watched the first two episodes. I think I'm on three or four right now. Um, But, but I, I I dug it. Okay, cool. I love Sarah Paulson. Yeah, she's, she's great. She's got to be one of my favorite actresses. Mm-hmm. Um, I also just like the visuals in it a lot. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. The set design is incredible. Yes. I look at it and I'm like, I wish my home looked like this. I know. Oh my God. I want it all. Yeah. Um, um, all right, guys. Well, are we going to do the, uh, are we going to announce our winner right now? Yeah, let's announce our winner. So we did a bat, a little crocheted bat giveaway on our Instagram page and, um, I made the bat and we have put everybody who commented on it. Every comment was an entry and, and those who followed us as well, well commented, yeah, and, commented followed. and followed and every comment was an entry. So we've, uh, got a bowl of everyone's Instagram handles here, and I am going to pick one right now. Hoo-hoo. Drum roll, please. I know, right? What a time. Okay, who does? Okay, I can't okay. drum roll any further. Catherine.paracus on Instagram. Okay. So we will po- – congratulations, Catherine. Congrats, we- <laughs> Catherine. <laughs> we'll post an Instagram story too just in case she doesn't get the news on the episode on the day that it comes out. Yeah. And I'll put that to the side so I can message her after the show. Perfect. Cool. Um, so speaking of our Instagram, we uh, did a poll last week mm-hmm. as to what you guys wanted to hear. Yeah. And the two options were – Haunted cemeteries and paranormal frauds. Right. So you guys voted for haunted cemeteries. Mm-hmm. I voted for haunted cemeteries. I voted per- for paranormal frauds. <gasps> okay, so we had a we had an equal uh, opportunity thing. Yeah, there. we did. That was um, so funny. I so, knew that you did. I was like, you bitch. <laughs> you bitch. Well, you can take mine That's out. okay. No, it no, no. It, it was overwhelmingly in favor of haunted, of haunted cemeteries. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, but we, we do want to do paranormal frauds too. So oh, I've got such a good one. I feel like people may not really understand fully what that incorporates. Yeah. And it, I just feel like I'm when s- we do that episode, people will like it. Yeah, I think so too. So maybe we'll do that one in a few or whatever. Okay. Anyway, um, so it's Haunted Cemeteries. You guys picked, and um, we will be doing Haunted Cemeteries. And I guess we could jump into horoscopes right now. Yeah, let's do our horoscopes. Oh, I guess we should also probably tell the people who are new to our show what to expect from us. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, So we're a paranormal slash comedy podcast. We are non-investigative. It's like telling spooky stories at a slumber party with your friends. Um, what you can expect from the show is the first 10 to 20 minutes. Uh, we have, you know, a catch up on our lives, which we just did. And <laughs> then we'll read each other our horoscopes and then you'll get your spooky stories. So get ready because we're going into horoscopes now. Yes, ma'am. So I will go first. I will read yours first. Okay. Okay. Spiritual spiritual breakthroughs may have you feeling a little disconcerted, Leo. Clearing away deadwood such as past traumas might tell you a few things about yourself that you'd rather not face. It's vital to release them in order to progress as a human being. Even if tears are involved, this is a positive development. You'll feel happier once it's all set free, onward and upward. So I have had this reoccurring um, kind of horoscope for like a week now on CoStar. Mm-hmm. It's just been kind of talking about that Mm -hmm. and um i really i don't really check it that frequently but sometimes when i do things i'll be like "Mm, 
why am I doing this? Or why mm-hmm. am I feeling this way? And I'll check my horoscope. And the other day I got really like emotional about something that like on any other day really wouldn't have gotten to me, but mm-hmm. like it just really got to me. And then I was like, let me check my horoscope. And it was basically just like, you are projecting like old traumas on, hmm. on like your life and like, there's nothing wrong with it, but you need to realize that this is a time that you need to heal from those things and not keep reliving them and making them part of your new kind of life. So totally wow, got on, it. And on point there. Um, it's difficult because I feel like it's just really it's not even it's just patterns that you've built up over time of like doing the same thing, reacting the same way, mm-hmm. feeling the same thing about things that you shouldn't really have the same reactions to, and it's just kind of changing those patterns and making sure that you're like reacting in a healthy way right and not reacting in a a, like an aggressive like unhealthy way that makes things worse right um so yeah I completely identify with that wow this week good um but I feel like that's like a general trend to just in everyone's life. Yeah, but for it, to, I don't know. For I it mean, to come up this week is 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 odd. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Good. So yeah. All right. For you, money matters might cause you a few headaches, Gemini. You could be torn between the desire to put money aside for the future and the impulse to buy something that you've wanted for a long time. There may be a way to have it both ways. Save a little less and try to find a bargain price for your item. Take everything into consideration and work it out before you make yourself crazy. Hmm. Not um, relative to my day-to-day, but relative to what's been going on lately because we are redoing our bedroom Mm -hmm. and I really wanted like an antique dresser from like the 1920s and uh Uh, We had been looking and looking and looking. I found a few. They were, like, pretty expensive. And then finally, I found one that was, like, a bargain price and went out, got it, like, that day and brought it home. Um, So I was stoked. They have the same dresser and ratchet, so... Oh, no way. Yeah. That's no, hilarious. Like, exactly. The set design on Ratchet is what I want for my home. And that that's is what I wild. Got. <laughs> that's funny. Well, yeah. There you go. I know. I do feel like you've, like, I was like, gosh, this kind of relates to what she's been talking yeah. to me about the yes. last little while. Yes. Um, also, did we want to maybe just address the fact that we went on a ghost walk this weekend? Oh, yeah. We should probably, like, yes, we can absolutely talk about I it. I feel like we can go in depth more in the hometown haunts because yes. we actually have. We've actually linked up with some people who mm-hmm. were staying in where we took this ghost walk, and mm-hmm. we're going to see if they are able to provide us with any more um, stories. Uh, stories. If to yeah. Them. Right. Yeah. So we went to Niagara on the Lake, which is a very quaint town near us, about an hour away, mm-hmm. 45 to an hour away. And they do frequent ghost walks um, with tours, with. Uh, covid guidelines now yes, yes and um yeah so about four of us five of us went yeah, yeah. my sister natalie who mm-hmm. really wants a shout out on the podcast so there you go natalie Nat. uh found this ghost <laughs> tour and um invited yeah you me and then two other girls um so three of them two of us five of us we all yeah. went and they uh they took us around for about an hour and a half mm-hmm. and shared about six different haunted locations in yeah. the area if not more uh so we pretty much have like 
six different hometown haunt stories yeah. that we could bring to this podcast, which I feel like are aren't overly um publicized like some of them no. probably are but some of them like the, the like the house that we saw was definitely not publicized yeah and it messed up my phone camera and we yeah. saw we saw some stuff which we'll talk about on the hometown haunt yeah. episode so just an fyi that's to something to look forward to for next yeah, week for next week okay so mm. let's get into our stories let's get into the stories uh, uh stories the stories <laughs> it's because uh, mine is in britain so i just felt oh like, I actually so. no i think it's in scotland is it actually <laughs> yeah oopsie oops okay yeah it's scotland <laughs> not so, gonna try to do a scottish accent i am t- <laughs> so again we we did we're doing haunted cemeteries this episode so i'm doing the story of spider gates cemetery um and i got my information from try to scare.me wikipedia and the ghostdiaries.com so spidergate cemetery is a quaker cemetery located in and i think you pronounce it leicester massachusetts Uh, and if you guys don't know what quakers are because i didn't know they are members of the religious society of friends which was a christian movement the cemetery is commonly referred to as the eighth gate to hell so beauty uh that's enough for me to never go there ever but um you don't want to go to the eighth gate to hell no i'm good Hmm. i'm good with the first seven the eighth is where i draw the line you know what you're right you know it it is my favorite number turn it on its side it's an infinity symbol (laughs) so you'll be there forever (laughs) when you put it fucking that way i mean i feel like i'm there already anyway um Um, So I would never go, but it still remains one of the most frequently visited spots in the state. So it is really hard to find it. But if anybody here is from Massachusetts and wants to go there or you haven't gone there or you're going to Massachusetts and want to go there, I don't care. um, I can tell you how to get there because I looked up directions for you. So if you're driving, you just look for a yard, uh, a yard, a yurt. Look for a yard. Uh, no, I'm kidding. If you're driving, just look for the large yellow entryway on Manville Street. When you reach the entryway, you can park on the side of the road and you take a trip down the path. It's a trail and it's labeled with hundreds of do not tr- hundred hundreds of do not <laughs> trespass signs. So maybe don't trespass, but hundreds hundreds. But if you do trespass, about three quarters of a mile down the trail, the cemetery is going to be on your right. So, the cemetery was founded in 1740, and the first Quakers in Leicester were Ralph Ear- the Ralph Earl family and the John Potter family. The first burial was in 1740, and the designs on the gates were meant to represent the rays of sun, but they have been nicknamed the Spider Gate Cemetery or Spider Gates because it looks like spiders, these weird spiders on the gates. Pretty. Yeah. The Quakers believed that the land possessed special powers, and they used the land as a cemetery, obviously, but they also used it for worshiping and for various incantations. The gates were added in the mid-1950s out of respect for a tragedy that happened on the grounds and uh, in regards to an ancient Greek story that signifies life after death. In Uh, 1943, a young boy took his life by hanging himself on a tree within the cemetery. The tree is still there, and you can see it directly to the left as you enter the cemetery. It is said that there is still a rope attached to the tree, 
And on another blog that I read, uh, someone wrote that, yes, you can still see um, the rope. But then another blog said you couldn't. So I did some investigating. And Mm. here's what I found out. There is a tree at the beginning of the cemetery to the left. And people think this is the tree because it looks very similar to the actual tree. However, the actual tree that apparently has the rope attached to it is an oak tree. And the one that everyone thinks is the tree is oh. a sugar maple. Okay. So they say it's a little bit past the sugar maple. You will see the oak tree. And if you look up in the oak tree, there will be a small bit of rope still hanging there, which Gross. is super upsetting. Yeah. Uh, just really upsetting. But if you're into looking at that, um, it's there kind if you stuff. want to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, So the boy was of Greek descent, and he was an artist, and he was gifted at creating paintings and drawings of all kinds. In hopes that his soul would come back to life, his family donated the gate entrance to signify the story of Arachne, as I I think how you pronounce it in Greek mythology. Uh, So the story of Arachne is that she was a daughter of a famous wool dryer, and due to her father's skill with cloth dyeing, she became adept in the art of weaving, and she was so good at the art that she considered herself to be a greater weaver than the goddess Athena and challenged the goddess to a weaving contest. In the end, Arachne uh, won the contest, but in a final moment of anger, Athena destroyed her tapestry and cursed Arachne to live with extreme guilt. Out of sadness, Arachne hung herself, taking pity on her. Athena ended up bringing her back to life, and she transformed her as a spider to live her life weaving her web. So that's where that mythology comes from. Cool. Right. I'm assuming that her name is Arachne because, like, arachnids are are spiders. But if I'm pronouncing it wrong, you guys... Can email me and yell. I at feel me. like I've heard that. That's fine. Myth before. Sure. Uh, sure. Sure. So when you pass through the gate and you walk into the middle of the cemetery, you will see a barren patch of land where no grass grows. There's four corners to this patch of land. They're marked with cement blocks, and this area is known as the altar, and it's where the original worshiping house used to stand. According to legend, the house was used for satanic worship. Uh, to call upon various ghosts, demons, evil spirits, and more. And being that it was also a place of sacrifice, nothing will grow on the land. Moving toward the back of the cemetery, you'll find a headstone that belongs to Marmaduke Earl. It's hard to miss because of a barren circle around his grave. Mm -hmm. The circle is a result of all of the attempts to contact him. As the legend goes, if you walk around his gravestone ten times at midnight and say, Marmaduke, speak to me, kneel down and put your head on the gravestone and listen, you'll hear him. He'll speak to you. Hundreds of visitors have said that they can hear his moans. Wow. Another legend surrounding the cemetery is of a hidden cave where the body of a young girl was found. Most attempts to find the cave end in disappointment because there are no caves in the cemetery that are big enough to hide a body in, and there's no proof that a girl was ever found, but a mile from the cemetery is a small cave, Okay, and it was once used as a root cellar, and it's where a six-year-old boy was beaten and dumped into a river, and that happened in the early 1980s, and there is documentation of this actually happening. So it's possible that this story got 
mixed. Yeah, they mixed it up with the location. Mm -hmm. It's also said that a loud roaring can be heard emanating from the surrounding woods. Because, by the way, the cemetery is in the middle of the woods. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the last legend is about the gates themselves. Supposedly, if you pass through the gates, the gate will take your soul to meet the devil himself. So there's a lot of people who believe in the legends of spider gates, but there's a ton of others that don't. There's a man named Sam Baltrusis, and he has a book called The 13 Most Haunted in Massachusetts. He also disproved the legends, but he had an experience that left him and his team very, very confused. They went to the cemetery with Liz Tagle, who was his videographer, and a man named Frank Grace, who was a photographer, Mm -hmm. and they captured uh, photos for this book. So the videographer was lagging behind the team, and she was filming them walking through the woods, Mm -hmm. and somehow she dropped her keys in the grass. A man... Uh, who she describes as being skeletal looking, Mm. who was also accompanied by a female companion, came out of nowhere and returned her keys. They assume he was a gatekeeper. Okay, yeah. uh, But his voice was so loud that you could hear it like 50 feet or so into the cemetery. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he said, you dropped your keys, ma'am. And she remembered later that the gate keeper enunciated his words with an old school new english accent and she said that his voice sounded like a turn of the century throwback to Mm. another era Mm -hmm. as soon as she got the keys from him the two of them the two like the man and woman walked into the marshland which had no path and they were gone in a flash nice just gone just So then I found a blog by a team of investigators who did an investigation at the cemetery. So I'm going to quickly talk about that. So the blog is by a woman named uh, Johnny Mahan or Joni. Joni, probably. Probably. Yeah. After a few minutes. So this is a direct pull from her blog. Mm -hmm. So after a few minutes, I retreated to the stone wall edging the cemetery and turned on my spirit box. This device uses a radio that is altered so that it scans the stations at a rapid rate, creating a white noise that the dead can use to speak through. I've had much luck with it over the years, and I found it to be a reliable communication tool. I kept the volume on low so it wouldn't disturb the quietness of the cemetery and just asked if anyone wanted to speak to me. Several voices came through, but nothing was immediately clear, so I dismissed the sounds as radio interference. Sometimes the spirit box will pick up stray blips from radio stations as it scans, so I discount anything that is less than a full sentence. As we began to ask them about their lives, we did start getting responses. We kept getting one male voice consistently, so I asked him what he did for a living. And here is the response. So if you didn't get that, he says government. Yes. It's just making very sure. Very clearly, eerily says, says government. government. So then she asks him if he was married and a female comes through with a startling statement. I will play that for you now. So if you didn't get that, she's saying. I don't know what she said at all. That woman is what she's saying. That woman. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then soon after her comment, 
the male responded again Mm -hmm. with this. So he's saying, don't give into it. Oh, okay. So what's the context? I don't know. I'm assuming that. Okay. I don't know. So then she says, I felt like I was in the middle of an argument. Oh. Like she said, are you married? And then this girl jumps in and she's like, yeah, to that woman. And then he's like, don't (gasps) give into it. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Or maybe here's another theory. She says, are you married? And the female thinks she's trying to flirt with her husband. And she's like, that woman. And then he's like, oh, don't give in to it, honey. Or to the woman, oh, don't give in to her. Right. Don't. Yeah. Don't. Yes. Pander to her. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Dialogue. Uh, And then the, so I'll end this with the last uh, paragraph that she wrote on her blog. We didn't stay at the cemetery long. I did not want to overstay my welcome. What I came away with is this. Legends are often disproportionate to the truth, but they do have some basis in reality. The Spider Gates Cemetery is haunted, but it just might not be how you think it is. Interesting, right? Yeah, cool. Thanks, I thought so. Yeah, that's a good one. Thanks. Okay, are we ready for... I'm ready to listen to you, yeah. For the most (laughs) haunted graveyard in the world? I would like to hear the story of it, yes. Okay. So um, I did not do as much research just because uh, this one article seemed to capture everything that I needed. Perfect. Um, This is an article from the Daily Beast um, called Welcome to the Most Haunted Graveyard in the World, Safety Not Guaranteed by Nina Stroklik. Um, And uh, it is around the Greyfriars Kirkyard. So this is in Scotland. Um, So please bear with me. There are a lot of old timey words and phrases in this so if i stumble don't hate me um (laughs) body snatchers violent ghosts a loyal dog and harry potter characters may seem like strange bedfellows but in scotland's gorgeous gothic capital city of edinburgh the four merged to make up the ghostly lore surrounding one of the world's most haunted graveyards in the city's historic center Perched on a hill overlooking the new town built in the, ni- in the 1700s, Greyfriars Kirkyard is a seemingly idyllic cemetery dating back to the 1560s. But to this day, it has enough strange goings-on to attract a steady stream of ghost hunters, wizarding fans, and the television producers and writers who follow in their wake. Haunting the cemetery is George Mackenzie, called the Mackenzie Poltergeist, who is said to be one of the most aggressive and active paranormal figures around. Known during his lifetime as a ruthless persecutor of the Scottish Covenanters, a Presbyterian movement in the 17th century, Mackenzie's spirit, according to legend, was released in 1999 when a homeless man looking for a spot to sleep broke into his final resting place, the Black Mausoleum. Oh boy. It was a fate predicted by famed Scottish poet 
Robert Louis Stevenson, who referenced Mackenzie in his 1879 book, Edinburgh Picturesque Notes, writing, When a man's soul is certainly in hell, his body will scarce lie quiet in a tomb, however costly. Sometime or other, the door must open, and the reprobate come forth in the abhorred garments of the grave. Today, Bloody Mackenzie may be dead and gone, but his spirit is said to live on and physically attack people. Oh boy. The Covenanter's prison is connected to Greyfriars Kirkyard by a stone gateway and locked metal grate near Mackenzie's mausoleum. It was once home to an estimated 1,200 unfortunate members of a failed anti-government revolution in 1679. Hmm. Conditions at the prison were so brutal that only 257 of the prisoners came out alive. Oh my god. A portion of whom escaped or pledged loyalty to the crown four months after their mass incarceration. So literally like 950 people died. Oh my God. And the rest had to escape or pledge allegiance to the ground or 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 be killed. Yeah. Um, Today, tour purveyors conducting nighttime excursions around the graveyard have reported some mysterious happenings. Many participants have emerged from inside the prison and mausoleum with bruises, burns, scratches, and even broken bones, attributed to long-dead prisoners and their violent oppressor. Can you imagine going to a cemetery and just coming out with a broken arm? (laughs) Like Like just somebody just snapping your arm. Snapping your arm, like out of nowhere. Just cool. No big deal. In 2006, the Scotsman wrote that there had been 450 documented attacks. 140 people who had collapsed and even suspicion that the Mackenzie poltergeist was responsible for the death of one local psychic. Oh my God. And keep in mind, these are just people who've reported it. Yeah. There are probably people who That's an insane amount of reporting in one place. Yeah. In the daylight hours, Greyfriars Kirkyard is a beautiful place for a tranquil stroll, revealing only hints of its bloody past. No, thank you. Typical of most old cemeteries, eerie carved stone angels of death and other ghoulish figures adorn many of the tombstones. But it's the imposing metal grills covering some of the graves that really stand out. In the early 1800s, the University of Edinburgh prestigious medical studies program flourished, inadvertently sparking an underground trade in corpses stolen by body snatchers and sold to local students. We've talked about this before, where like medical students need corpses and they, so they just go to local cemeteries and and dig dig them up. up. Cool. Soon, the nefarious practice became an epidemic to prevent these entrepreneurs from making off with their beloved with their loved ones families would protect the graves by boxing them in with iron cages called mort safes that ran deep into the ground but not all of the cemetery's legends are so ghoulish for the past 140 years a noble looking bronze sky terrier has stood guard outside the grounds and watched over the kirkyard so this dog for 140 years has been Okay. Overlooking the Kirkyard. Okay. Edinburgh's good boy. Good boy. Good boy. Um, so people in the in the city have championed the story of the Greyfriars Bobby, a loyal dog that stood vigil over his deceased owner's grave 
for 14 years until his own death. This is the, those stories are the saddest I know. stories. I know. When he was buried near his beloved master's plot. The story has been memorialized in books and movies, but historians now say that while the pup existed, his extended mourning was probably a fabricated marketing ploy by the cemetery curator and a nearby restaurant owner to encourage tourism. I'm going to believe it because it's adorable. Continue. He most likely snuck around, stuck around for the food and attention he got from visitors. The cemetery is also just steps from the now landmark Elephant House Cafe, where J.K. Rowling first scribbled the lines of Harry Potter in a window seat overlooking George Harriet's an uncannily Hogwarts-esque school. Among the graves in Greyfriars Kirkyard is one with a headstone reading Thomas Riddle. Mm-hmm which many fans think may have inspired the birth name of Lord Voldemort. It absolutely did. The series villain. Harry Potter devotees make pilgrimages to the site, leaving notes and flowers on the 197-year-old grave of Thomas Riddle. That's gross. I mean, he's, he's a the bad worst guy. Person ever. But like, this guy doesn't wasn't part. He of He wasn't it. real. No, you're right. I get so, it. So I mean, I get it. But like, yeah, like I just don't understand what the point of leaving a note for an actual human being who had nothing to do. Like, yeah. Just, no, I again, completely I just agree. Don't understand. I completely agree. Also, J.K. Rowling's a turf. Anyway, let's go on. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, needless to say, ghosts. Wizards, missing bodies, and legendary dogs. What more could one ask for in a cemetery? A haunted uh, cemetery. Uh, nothing. No, I Literally nothing. nothing. The dog is enough for me. Seriously. Like little angel. <laughs> I know. Adorable. Um, I love it. But yeah, that first, the poltergeist, is something yeah. wild. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I need to ask my friend Kirsten. She lived in Scotland. Um, like she's from Scotland. One hundred percent, she knows yeah, about it. I'm gonna talk to her about it for sure. She also listens to the podcast, so beauty. I'll ask her. Cool. Oh my god. So yeah, I liked that one. Um, it was a toss up between another one, but I feel like that no, one this just, is a good one. I really yeah, I feel it. like there's a lot of history there, and a lot yeah. of like given the, the amount of attacks. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, there's got to be some truth to something here. I think so, too. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, because we did Haunted Cemeteries, it's kind of hard to fuck, marry, kill one of them. <laughs> Lord um, Voldemort. Lord Voldemort. <laughs> so we've decided now that we're moving into Libra season, this will be um, uh, posted at the beginning of Libra season. Yeah. We're going to fuck, marry, kill famous Libras. Yeah. Cool. So we'll be back with our... Our famous Libras. Famous Libras. Let's go. Okay. I've got three. Okay. Give me it. Okay. Simon Cowell. Okay. Snoop Dogg. Oh, okay. Or uh, Halsey. Um, I would kill Halsey. She drives me up the fucking wall. Really? Yeah. Is it just her voice? Or I hate is it. it. I just, just. Everything about I'm her. I'm sorry for Halsey fans. No, I just it's really, fine. Her voice, like I like, like a hand, like I like maybe like three of her songs yeah. because she doesn't sing. Got it. The okay. way that she does in other songs, yeah. but I find it really, really whiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I just can't, I can't, like I don't like hate her as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that she is a, an advocate for mental health and all yes. the other things. She has endometriosis, so yes, I know. What up? Yeah, <laughs> fist bump, but. <laughs> Um, her songs just drive me nuts. Okay, so I wouldn't okay. mind not hearing okay, that's totally a song fine. by Elsie again. Totally fine. Um, I would 
probably <laughs> fuck Simon Cowell. Okay. And Mary Snoop Dogg. Okay. It just, those seem like the right things to do. I don't know why. I just feel like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't really want to fuck Snoop Dogg. Yeah. I would. Halsey, I could fuck, but like, I just never would want to see her ever again. <laughs> That's fair. <gasps> okay. I would definitely kill Simon Cowell. Yeah, I figured you would. Yeah. I would marry Snoop Dogg, fuck Halsey. And then be her best friend after, because I really like her. Yeah, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Honestly, it, this is a real toss-up for me. It yeah, really for is. Sure. It's, it's just, I've, I've got some differing opinions that are swaying totally me. Don't worry about it. But yeah, so <laughs> we're not going to come to a, a, a steadfast conclusion on that fair, one. But fair. All right. So you took two of mine. Oh, I'm so sorry. That is honestly <laughs> so okay. Uh, so I'm going to go with, I want to do Zac Efron, but honestly, it's just, for me, it's too obvious. Yeah, clearly. If we put him anywhere, it's just too obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He, he'll, yeah, he's a bias. He's Got an outlier. Um, we're going to go with Usher. Usher or Usher? Usher. <laughs> okay. Usher. Okay. Um, Cardi B. Okay. And um, boop-de-boop. Zach Galifianakis. Okay. So Cardi B Usher, 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 and Zach Galifianakis. I'm killing Usher. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I don't really like him very much as a human being. No, I've he heard... does. He makes a lot of bad decisions regarding he... women. Yeah, that's why. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to marry Cardi B. I, she's amazing, and she's getting a divorce, so she's on the market to Great. be married now. And I will have sex with Zach Galifianakis. Also, I just think I, I personally am attracted to Zach Galifianakis, and I don't care who knows. It. I don't care either. <laughs> The way he talks just makes him I a it. thousand <laughs> times more attractive. Um, I I would I would probably interchange. I would probably marry Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, and have sex have with sex Cardi. with Cardi B and kill, kill Usher. um Usher. Usher. Okay, Usher for sure. That seems like my those are my answers for that. Okay, cool. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for joining us on this episode of yeah. Paranormal. We hope you liked it, and um, congrats to our winner. Yeah, congrats. And stay posted for next week's um, episode, which is uh, Hometown Haunts. Yeah, and uh, you make sure that you stay spooky. Also. Oh, okay, we'll cut that. Go ahead. Go, go. I don't care. I don't care. Next week, we have some pretty big news coming. Oh, yeah. So you may want to listen live to that, like, as soon as it drops. As soon as it drops, you're going to need to listen. You're going to need to listen. Because we have some big news for you guys and it will affect the show and it will affect all of you. So yeah, exciting stuff. Super, super exciting yeah, stuff. Yeah, very on exciting our next stuff, episode. guys. So on that note, mm-hmm. stay spooky. Because that's just showbiz, baby. Bye-bye. Bye. If you like this episode of Paranormal, we need your help. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple. And if you listen to us on Spotify, go ahead and click the follow button. Even better, you can donate to us on Patreon, where you can access bonus content and members-only merch. To support your favorite spooky duo, go to patreon.com paranormalpod. And for show updates and giveaways, be sure to follow us on Instagram at paranormalpod. And remember, stay, stay spooky! spooky.